Washburn Show. This is Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc Washburn. This is episode 199, and I'm uh, thankful that you've joined us. Uh, Doc's going to be out for uh, several days uh, going to a uh, wedding in Florida and uh, taking a little trip down there and going to visit with his mom and uh, go to his nephew's uh, wedding. So, uh, Good, good for him to take the time off, and I'm always thrilled to be able to sit in and uh, get to hang out with you. So, looking forward to uh, to this over the next few days. I'll be here probably at least through next Wednesday. So, hope you'll uh, hang in there with me, or at least through Tuesday. Uh, but on today's show, uh, all you need to know about everything that is happening is one word: globalism. Everything that doesn't make sense, makes sense in the context of globalism. Uh, it's not just a political calculation. It's also uh, very spiritual. Uh, that's why the people that are involved in this are the worst of the worst. Uh, you see this, uh, and secondly, uh, if, if you don't think there is a grand plan to destroy the United States of America, because let's just be honest, the United States is the main cog or the main obstacle in achieving world globalism. Uh, and if you don't know anything else, just know that 219 House Democrats voted against Republicans' effort to block U.S. oil reserves from being sold to China, uh, our reserves. So we're not uh, drilling for new oil. We intentionally are being uh, made to be dependent, even though we are the literally two years ago, we were the largest producer uh, of oil in the world. You know, we've been told for years that Saudi Arabia is the is the oil capital of the world. And uh, that's simply not true. It's Texas and Alaska. Uh, This this nation is so rich in. Uh, in, in reserves, uh, and in fossil fuel. Um, and, and all of this craziness, like, you know, we're going to go to electric cars, which by the way, we're going to go to electric cars, uh, which depend on fossil fuel generated, uh, electricity, uh, to charge them. Can't make this stuff up, folks. But see, it's not about, uh, when it doesn't make sense, when it's, it's just so bizarre that it just, it makes no sense whatsoever. Um, there's a reason because it's, it's not about, uh, it's not about fossil fuel that takes 15 acres to build an oil well, but 75 acres to build a profitable generating solar farm. Have you been to California lately? Uh, and, and, and have seen the, the beautiful hills when you're going from, uh, Southern California up to Central California, Stockton, San Francisco, those beautiful rolling hills and just littered everywhere with these terrible looking, uh, windmills. Uh, so, Look, if, 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 if you want to know anything about what's going on, if you want to know, uh, what's happening, uh, think globalism because that's what it's all about. Uh, climate change, uh, man-made climate, the man-made climate change hoax. I saw something, I think it was Kyle Becker, uh, on his Twitter feed, uh, 
had a picture. My wife and I were just there recently at Plymouth Rock, uh, just south of uh, Boston. And uh, there's the stone, which, by the way, is um, I think it's it's been uh, people, you know, touching it and, and I'm sure erosion and all that. But it's it's much, much, much smaller than you would envision. It's not uh, massive, massive like the Rock of Gibraltar. Um, but, uh, sketch on there is six, uh, 16 or engraved is 1620. And, uh, literally that rock is, um, you know, from 1620 till now is, is, uh, still uncovered. It's still right there. Uh, it has been moved, uh, but that's been years ago. Uh, but it's, uh, it's just, um, it, that's what it is. It's, we have a, uh, one world religion and that is, uh, it's globalism. That's, that's the one world religion. The one, one world religion is, uh, to, uh, to combine all religions, to con- combine all governments, uh, and to combine all economic systems. So, uh, you know, and Steve, uh, Steve Bannon, I, I read an article, uh, that he was talking about, <clears throat> about the millennials and how millennials are 20% behind where their parents were at the same age as far as spending power because, uh, the dollar has no value. Uh, you want to see a bubble, the, the, the bubble that, uh, was the tech bubble and was the, um, what was the housing mortgage bubble? You've not seen a bubble till the bubble burst relative to, uh, home, home values. And you've got people that are, you know, young people that, uh, have uh, mortgages and, and, uh, and, and wages are continued to stay, uh, level. And the, and the whole reason for that, and, and listen, wages stayed level for 30 years until Donald Trump took office. And the reason that, that, that wages began to grow was because Trump limited the amount of immigration. Listen, folks, it's basic, it's economics 101. You literally, this is high school. It's not even college economics. It's high school economics. It's supply and demand. When you have an overabundance of supply, there's a lower demand because you have plenty of it. And so the price is diminished when there's a, a hundred million, when, when a store has too many tennis shoes, they put them on sale for half price and put them on end caps and, and had them, have them fly out the door. And the reason you get them so cheap is because they have a bunch of them. Um, and that's why, you know, real highly salt shoes, where there's only a handful made, they're, you know, they're through the roof. It's supply and demand. Well, when you open the border and you flood the border with, with, uh, immigrants, uh, or, or illegals, uh, then you, you diminish wages. And that's why wages were diminished for 30 years. Um, and so it's just, it's just, uh, but, but all of it, every, everything that we'll talk about today, everything we'll ever talk about in the news, is relative to globalism. It is, it is all that, that's what man-made climate change is all about. It's about getting us to globalism. Listen, it makes no sense, uh, that we would trade, 
a, a 15 acre plot to build an oil well. Uh, and instead we'll do a 75 acre plot to, uh, to build a solar farm, uh, and then, and not to mention that when you get ready, when the uh, solar panels are obsolete and they're no longer effective, uh, there's no way to dispose of them. Uh, and so it's, it's, but you say, well, that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. But the uh, World Economic Forum, and we're going to have, is it today or tomorrow, uh, that, you know, you, you got, you've had the world, the WEC or WEF, World Economic Forum, and the United Nations has passed a resolution. And, uh, from what I'm understanding, uh, uh Joe Biden is going to start, uh, issuing executive orders relative to climate change. And you, you're going to see cars go through the roof. Uh, and their whole goal is to get us not to own anything. Uh, you know, the, the guy from the WEF, that's, you know, that's, that's what he said. Uh, the, uh, United Nations, you know, you, you'll be happier when you don't, don't own anything. Now he's not going to not own anything. He'll have three or four houses. Um, just don't, they don't want you to own anything. Um, so anyway, that's uh, that, that's the bottom line. Uh, fascinating question came up today. Doc sent me this about Ray Epps, uh, and if you remember, Ray Epps was the guy that was. He's the guy that was most prominent, most, uh, filmed, uh, leading the charge to storm the Capitol, uh, so much so, and he's so, uh, complicit in this that now the New York Times, uh, wrote an article this past, uh, uh, a couple of days ago, uh, I think over the weekend maybe, talking about he was the most, you know, he's, he's been framed. And, and here's a fascinating question for you today. If Ray Epps was truly a Trump Trumper, a Trump fan, do you think the New York Times would be defending him? Heck no. No way. Uh, no way, no how. So spare me. Uh, Ray Epps is a Fed. Ray Epps is probably CIA. Ray Epps is, you know, uh, needs to be 10 feet under the jail. You got a 69-year-old woman with cancer going to prison. Ray Epps is running around free and probably cashing checks uh, made out to him by the CIA and by uh, by the FBI, if, if the truth were known. Um, but that's, you know, that's the world we live in. That's the, the world we live in is a two-tier justice system. There's one tier for the liberals. There's another tier for conservatives. Um, so here's the question about, uh, Ray Epps. Uh, who is Carol Elizabeth Howe? This is Darren Beatty. Darren Beatty has actually been the, um, I, I think Revolver News, if I remember right. Uh, he's the one that's really been on the trail of, uh, of Epps, uh, Ray Epps. And, uh, look, you, you say, well, man, that's, that's been, you know, what, two years ago now. It doesn't matter. Uh, we have to stay diligent. We have to stay, we have to stay on this. And there's a reason. Um, and Darren, Darren Beatty said the New York Times puff piece on Ray Epps is hugely important. 
Ray Epps is the only person caught, on, uh, caught repeatedly directing people into the Capitol. Uh, is the only January 6th writer the New York Times has written a puff piece, puff piece for. And, and he wears a, a, a Trumper hat everywhere. Please tell me that the New York Times <coughs> excuse me, is going to cover for Ray Epps. No way. One, they know he's not a Trumper. Uh, oh, did you know this? Uh, I was, I think it was Tucker Carlson and maybe, um, Darren Beatty, the revolver, uh, website. Uh, he's a great follower, by the way. I was talking about that, uh, Ray Epps never once attended any of Trump's speeches. So he drives from, uh, Arizona, was it? I think from Sedona or somewhere. Arizona to Washington, D.C., drives halfway or two-thirds of the way across the United States, if not almost entirely across the United States, uh, because he's such a Trump fan and he never goes to the Trump speech and he's over there by the gates and we got to take, we got to take the Capitol. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, Darren Beatty said that, uh, Epps is the smoking gun of the Fed surrection. American people deserve the truth. Uh, yeah, he, he's, he is rotten, rotten to the core. And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You know it. I know it. He's going to end up, uh, in a, in concrete boots. Uh, because what's going to happen if this doesn't go away, mark my words. Okay. And, and obviously I don't have a dog in the hunt. I mean, I do for our nation, but I don't have anything against Ray Epps. I think, I think he's a traitor. I think he's, you know, a despicable human being, but I have no ill will toward the man. I don't know him. Uh, but listen, if, if Darren Beatty and others, and, and I actually fear for Darren Beatty's life because that guy is on it, uh, just like uh, Tucker Carlson. Uh, and what this, uh, it goes all back and I'll tie this in I, the whole time we're on the air, uh, during this podcast night, uh, I'll keep going back to this because it's all about globalism. You, you, you say, well, Trump was so boorish just why they didn't like him. No, that's not it. Uh, it's, it's because he was so arrogant. No, that's not it. Uh, oh, it's because, you know, he, he would really give it to him and fight with him. That's not it. Uh, he believed in America first. He, he was not a bush. He was not a quail. He was not a, uh, bush and the quail, quail in the bush. Uh, he was not a Clinton. He was not a Gore. Uh, he was not a Obama. Uh, he was not a McCain. Uh, he was America first. Listen, if you want to see the, the underlings of, of globalism, look at the unit party, which is the Republican Democrat party being one. Um, because that is shades of globalism. Shades of globalism. It's not about uh, citizenship. That's, that's what this immigration, uh, drive is about to flood the, uh, America. Look at two of the most powerful, uh, countries on the face of the earth, the UK and America. And what's happened to both of them? They're being flooded with immigrants. What is that about? That's about homogenation. That's about, uh, no, uh, national identity. That, that's what this is all about. Uh, and that's why Trump is so hated. That's why Trump, uh, you know, uh, and that's why JFK was so hated. Uh, but, but at that time, you know, 
they didn't have the sophistication, so they just. Uh, I, I've never bought in totally to the uh, to what happened to JFK as far as you know. I, I, yeah, it was uh, super suspect with Oswald and Jack Ruby and and all that. But after Trump, there's no doubt they killed JFK. There's no doubt they they took him out. Uh, it was it was the CIA. It was it was the same people that are after Trump. And and listen, uh, they may not get him. If they don't get him, it'll it it will be nothing but God. Uh, because I, I'll be honest with you, I don't know that we know how to stand up. Uh, I don't think we understand the concept. And I've talked about it a lot when when Doc allows me to jump on here when he's out. I don't think we understand fully the uh the consent of the governed. And we think we have to take this. And you say, well what do you mean? You talking about uh civil uprising? No, I'm talking about using the Constitution. I'm talking about using the tools in our hands. I'm talking about uh impeaching Supreme Court justices. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, but, but I want you to think about something with me. Say, oh, if we just get a, man, these midterms, that's going to be the key. No, it's not. You have a, you have a uniparty. It's not, Republicans are not on your side. Listen, I was in the Republican party. I was a, on the executive committee of the Republican party in Arkansas. And it's not, it's not the RNC. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's, it's much more benign than, than that. Uh, but then I was in the legislature here and, and, and all of a sudden it dawned on me, all these people here on both sides of the aisle are for the same thing. When Medicaid expansion came and Obama was trying to expand Medicaid into the states, uh, because he couldn't pass it from a national, uh, some states wouldn't take it nationally like Arkansas. So what's he do? He offers Medicaid expansion billions with a B dollars to these Poor, not poor states, states that are ran poorly. Let me put it succinctly. And Republicans and Democrats voted in. So spare me. It's not Republican. That is Kabuki theater. That is show Republican versus Democrat. That is not the case. It's, it's Republicans and Democrats versus you. Make no mistake about it. And now while in Arkansas and maybe in your state in Alabama or uh, probably less so California, Arizona, Virginia. I think Virginia's, uh, quietly slipped up and is our one or two, uh, largest listen audience, I believe in Virginia, Doc told me. So uh, kudos to Virginia, Texas, uh, California. Uh, thank you for all of you, all 50 states and I think about 12 or 13 countries. So we're, uh, so thankful for all of you. Um, but it all goes back to globalism. That's what it's about. Um, and I think it's probably, uh, if you look at it, if you're, if you're not a Christian, I, I understand. Uh, but listen, I've got a book and it's sitting here on my desk, uh, while I'm talking to you, uh, that talks about this globalist, uh, insurrection, this globalist takeover, uh, and it was written 2000 years ago. Uh, it's called the Bible. It talks about that uh, all cash will be done away with, um, and uh, and we see that now, uh, where 
you know, there's, there's hardly no, no cash, uh, transacted whatsoever. Um, but if you want to see the, cause otherwise think about it, think about with Trump, um, Trump was, and we talked about this before, Doc has certainly talked about it. But if you think about it, you know, Trump was, man, he, you know, he donated to Republicans, voted, uh, donated to Democrats. In fact, I was not a Trump fan. I, I, I think I've told you that. I was a, uh, I was a, uh, Ted Cruz fan. And, um, even we had Ted Cruz at our church. Uh, I, I was, uh, privileged to spend some time with just him and his dad in my office and, was really neat and he's actually very much more, he's much more engaging, uh, one on one than he is in a crowd. Uh, and, and then he's just gone, you know, uh, he has shades and Marco Rubio will have shades of, you know, standing up, but, but he's, he's, he's gone. Uh, but that back then, you know, I, I had no confidence that Trump was a, uh, conservative. But he ended up being more conservative than, than Ronald Reagan. He ended up being more conservative than anybody. You know why? Because he believed in America. It really wasn't about him being so conservative. It was about him believing in America first. And he knew that, uh, typically to do America, to, to be a, a, an, an American first president, it would, he would actually do the opposite of, of, of all the, uh, Globalist. And you remember the, the, the pictures of him at, it was at Davos and, and, you know, with all the world leaders and he's standing over there by himself. Well, that's it. That, that, that's the picture. That's the picture. When him and what the Brazilian president maybe, uh, is it, uh, I, I can't think of his name right off the, uh, uh, maybe Bernalini or something like that. Um, uh, that may be, uh, chair company but anyway uh they're they're like you know and he 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 kind of had trump's back but president trump's back but other than that trump was on his own well folks that is the picture that is what we're up against that's trump represented america america is trying its best um as a nation you and i not the politicians to maintain our sovereignty, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's sketchy at best. It's, uh, it's tenuous at best for sure. Uh, we're going to talk about this some more. I got some great, uh, stuff to, to bounce off of you, uh, tonight and looking forward to it. Uh, I want to talk about some about, um, Steve Bannon in court today, uh, and Dorn, the widow of retired police captain David Dorn, uh, his murderer was convicted today of capital murder, uh, or, or first degree murder. Um, so we'll talk more, uh, here in just a moment. Uh, first, this is a word from our sponsors. You trying to buy a car recently? Realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including 
your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website to put you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry, Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says Explore Payment Options on it. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions and then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom, the dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live, RedRiverYourWay.com. You will be glad you did. Retired police officer David Dorn's uh, murderer was convicted, which is shocking, uh, and uh, actually was, uh, I don't think, he has not been sentenced yet. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it's little, little victories, right? Uh, Lauren Bober said, when is Congress going to start probing the mass purchasing of farmland by Bill Gates in China? Listen, when you look at, you look at the food supply, you look at the fuel and, and make no mistake about it. We're now, think about it, you're now, uh, celebrating 399 and 389 a gallon in the South. It's much higher than that probably other places. But you're celebrating 389 a gallon gas when you spent a dollar 89 18 months ago. That, that, that's how you, you know, it's like the, the old frog in the kettle. How do you boil a frog? You put him in cold water, uh, and you are lukewarm water and you turn it up a little bit at a time. Uh, but this mass purchasing of farmland by Bill Gates in China. And listen, that's not some, that's not some, uh, crackpot, uh, you know, somebody wanting to get, uh, attention. That's Lauren Boebert, a U.S. representative talking about it. Uh, but if you, if you take the, the food supply, the food chain, uh, interruptions, you take the onslaught on our fuel independence, you take the purchase of land, you take the climate change and, uh, listen, climate change is not just fuel. It's, it's everything. It's, it's appliances. It's, it's oil, motor oil. It's, it's everything. It's light bulbs. Do you notice what a light bulb costs now? Remember when you could buy, you know, four pack of light bulbs for two bucks and now they're $8 a piece? And that's not just inflation. You know, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, 
James Rosen, I like this, said the Biden administration is taking credit for the slight fall in gas prices over the past few weeks, but is not taking the blame for the prices being so high in the first place. Well, that's the truth. Um, Matt Walsh said, uh, let, that's it. Let's get rid of fossil fuel dependence by switching over to vehicles that run on electricity that is generated by fossil fuels. This is a brilliant plan. I can't see anything wrong with it at all. But this, uh, the onslaught of immigration, the supply, food supply being interrupted, the, uh, you know, the whole climate change, uh, facade, uh, all of this combined is to, to try to shred democracy. And to usher us in. I mean, uh, COVID, uh, you know, folks, we, the, the government is so unbelievably corrupt. It is more corrupt. I can't even explain to you how corrupt the government is. I saw it when I was in the legislature here. The government is so, a, 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 a small state like Arkansas. Is so unbelievably corrupt. And it's not bags of cash, uh, wrinkled bags of, in paper bags being exchanged in back alleys. That's not how it happens. Uh, no, no. It's, it's a, uh, representative changes their vote and then their spouse gets a hundred K a year job in the governor's office. Or they change their vote on something and then all of a sudden, uh, we need a rural medical clinic where this representative's husband, who happens to be a doctor, lives. Now that's, um, that's exactly what's happening. Stephen Miller said this, and, and again, I'm talking about tonight, I'm talking about the onslaught. We have a full court press going on, uh, about are concerning and with the goal being globalism. Um, and it is the, the whole thing is to get you to be, and they told you that they, they told you Bush told you Bush senior told you Bush junior told you, uh, Obama told you, why do you think Obama Everybody thought that was so strange. You remember when he was running? I think it was his first term, maybe. It wasn't even his second term, I don't think. But he does a tour of Europe. What do you think that was? Uh, people in Europe couldn't vote for him. Well, maybe I guess they could vote for Joe Biden. But that wasn't about votes. That was that was signaling to the globalists, hey, I'm with you guys. Let's do it. That's what this is about. It is a, so listen, if you don't think, uh, you know, they would steal an election, 100%. And the FBI is unbelievably corrupt. CIA, unbelievably corrupt. NSA, unbelievably corrupt. TSA, unbelievably corrupt. Uh, EPA, unbelievably corrupt. So, uh, 
the safety net for the entire nation is being shredded by the Biden Democrat policy. Uh, and I'm going to say Biden Democrat and Republican policy, because here's the thing. Republicans could have done something about a lot of this and they didn't when they were in control. When we had this Senate, we had the House and we had the presidency. We didn't do a blasted thing. Uh, the safety net for the entire nation is being shredded by the Biden Democrat policy of unlimited migration. Uh, we cannot afford to provide free housing, medical care, nutrition, education, transportation, legal services, and cash benefits to all in the world who arrive at our borders. Yeah, but we're sure going to try. Um, uh, another part of this is, and uh, I've seen here where Steve Guest was talking about uh, the uh the drug cartels and the involuntary servitude uh, through the borders of, of all this child trafficking. This child trafficking, uh, th- that's all globalism. Um, you know, uh, ha- have you noticed, uh, where did I read that? Uh, 1,200, 1,200 uh Educators have been, let me double check it. 1200 educators, uh, have been arrested for child molestation this year. This year. I'm making sure. Yeah, uh, I'll see it here. I read the other day. But, um, you don't think that child molest, uh, child pedophilia, the, um, child trafficking, child sex trade, and immigration, uh, all, uh, and, uh, uh abortion, doesn't all fit hand in glove. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is this assault. I, you've heard me say this before, I think, on here, is that, you know, the three biggest threats to children uh, in history has been, notwithstanding with Hitler, but uh, was Pharaoh, Herod, and the Democratic Party. I mean, just it, it is what it is. But I read that somewhere where uh, uh, educators arrested for uh, molestation, and it's an epidemic, folks. Uh, also, I tell you something else is is, is uh, we talk about a two tier justice system is when female educators are arrested for molestation the penalties are much much less than for a, a male and and I'm sorry uh, if, if you have sex with a, a child uh, and when I say a child I know a 16 year old boy is not a child but when it comes to law he is he's the same as a five-year-old 
and you have sex with him and you are in a position of trust and you're in a position as an educator, they need to put you under the jail. I mean, I'm trying to find that. Uh, I want to say it was 1200. Uh, it's a lot. Uh, but we have a, we have an epidemic of, of, of this going on in our country. Uh, let's see, um, yeah, uh, this person was saying that the, uh, educators, is is higher than anybody else uh the the incident uh of of child molestation among educators is much higher than any other uh segment of of the workforce uh, but bottom line is uh you know it 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 all goes together there's there's no morality uh in a world global system because there's no there's no individual when there's no individual there's no god and so uh uh that that's you know that's the that's the bottom line so we 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 really have uh if if you know because for so long i was like well wait a minute the 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 man made climate change you know or that we are getting our oil from somebody else when we can drill it in our own backyard that makes no sense and then but when you look at it from globalism it makes perfect sense uh cuz it's 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 never been about uh what makes sense it's about uh the globalization of the world and America is the, it is the final, it's the final straw. And, and Trump was the, uh, or is the, uh, you know, he's standing between them. And, 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 and here's the thing. I, I think as far as the, um, as far as the, the Republicans, are, are there a few that are nationalist and, and America, for sure, they just don't have any guts, and they're never going to stand up. I mean, you you gotta you you gotta really stand up, and Trump has it. Uh, that's the one thing about DeSantis. I, I I love DeSantis. I don't I don't know that DeSantis has the moxie to stand up to the globalists. I I, I don't I don't I don't know that he doesn't. I just uh, you know he's been a part of the system for a long time. And you've almost got to come from outside, quite honestly. And, and that's why probably I trust Trump, uh, more than, uh, than others. How are we going to come back and talk about the, uh, the trial of Steve Bannon? Uh, and, uh, we'll, we'll delve in this a little bit more. Be right back. Let me once again express how thankful we are to our advertisers. I want to mention a couple of them to you. They make it possible for us to do what we do. Like my friend Justin Minton, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton in Benton. Now, Justin's a former insurance adjuster. 
We left the insurance industry to become a private lawyer, founded the Minton Law Firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations. And he has sure helped me out with the three automobile accidents I've been in since 2019. The Minton Law Firm has a great team of lawyers, including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and the 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take just a minute the lawyers seriously because they know they can and will take your case to trial if need be. So whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court, it's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. Justice team aims to bring justice to clients who have been injured and need somebody to stand up for them. No matter what the injury, Justin Menton, make sure the Menton Law Firm always works hard for you. Whether you're in a car wreck, hurt on the job, or you or a loved one is suffering from the carelessness of another, if you're in Arkansas, Justin Minton Law, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton and Benton, is here to help you. Just call the Minton Law Firm, 501-943-4195, or visit justinmintonlaw.com today. All right, let me ask you this. Does your financial advisor take the time to listen and get to know you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situations change? When you work with Jonathan Presswood, he focuses on what's important to you. He uses an established process to help you achieve your unique goals, whether that's preparing for retirement, making your money last in retirement, planning your estate or inheritance, preparing for the unexpected, or anything else. Jonathan Presswood can help. Now, what should you do if you leave a job and have a 401k or other retirement plan? Or if you're getting close to retirement or already in retirement, call my friend Jonathan Presswood today. He'll help you create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And he'll partner together with you to help your strategy stay on track no matter what life throws at you. Listen, we can all dream of having a perfect retirement, but how many of us will actually experience it? No matter where you are today, Jonathan Presswood is offering a free retirement analysis to figure out where you'd like to be and what it will take to get you there. And there's no obligation. Contact Jonathan Presswood, a financial advisor with Edward Jones Investments, today at 501-303-4844. Again, that's 501-303-4844. Don't wait. Call Jonathan Presswood today at 501-303-4844. Now, if you're like me, you can't remember phone numbers, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com. Just click on the link to Jonathan Presswood and Edward Jones. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. All right. We um, want to look at Steve Bannon's um, uh, trial. And, uh, of course, he is being tried for contempt of Congress, even though uh, many Democrats have, con- have had contempt for Congress, have not shown up, uh, that they weren't Trump supporters. Uh, I, I, I tweeted this out the other day uh, about Deshaun Watson, the uh, former Houston Texan, now Cleveland Browns quarterback, who has approaching 30 uh, women saying that, you know, he accosted them in some way sexually. And, uh, I was like, you know, man, that Cleveland didn't think this, you know, either they got him super cheap. They don't remember the terms of that contract or 
you know, th they didn't think that he would he would have to pay for uh, for his alleged sins, as it were. But um, if he were a Trump supporter, <laughs> man, he'd already be hanging from the from the. I mean, they'd be building the gallows for him already. Uh, but uh, yeah, Bannon's trial for contempt of Congress. He come unwound today, uh, and I, I think I have that here somewhere. Um, you know, this is, uh, yeah, th this is fascinating. This is not from the trial today. This is, uh, Bannon talking about, uh, the, the state of millennials. Listen. Put the burden on the bailout on the work. I'm going to start it over. We've essentially put the burden on the bailout on the working class and middle class. That's why nobody owns anything. Right. But the, the millennials today are nothing but the 19th century Russian serfs. They're better fed. They're better clothed. They're in better shape. They have more information than anybody in the world at any point in time. But they don't own anything. They're not going to own anything. Okay, and they and they're twenty percent. If you take if you mark in time against their parents, they're twenty percent behind in their income. And there's no pension plan in the future. They're they're all gig economy. We've literally destroyed the middle class in this country. Okay. And both political parties. By the way, this is not about Republicans and Democrats. Right. This but is this is this is the way the system works. And this is the way the system comes together. We've essentially put. And and the reason that they destroyed. The middle class. That's what you do when you want to uh, change the political makeup, because the uh, middle class is the, you know, obviously the largest class, and then it's because uh, most people are in the middle, and they are typically going to be more conservative, uh, typically. So uh, you know, like um, you know, so so. Well, I was going to switch something else here in a second, but but it, it is connected. But the bottom line is that's not unintentional. And again, how you do that is by uh, bailouts. So you give corporations billions upon billions of dollars that you didn't have. There's nothing backing it up. Listen, our money, and you you know this, our money is nothing but paper. I could I've got. Uh, uh, paper in my desk right here. I could pull it out reams of paper, not reams, but you know, uh, legal pads and, and, and documents. And I'm holding pieces of paper right now in my hand and they are worth just as much as the, the dollars that you may or may not have in your wallet because it's worth nothing. It's, it's, it's all a sham, sham. Um, and we printed billions of dollars, uh, Bush uh, printed billions of dollars. Obama printed billions of dollars. Trump didn't do much better. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's, 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 it can't sustain. We're, we're going to see Jimmy Carter type, uh, interest rates in the, and so then the housing market is just going to totally tank. You're going to have all these builders. All these speculators, all these uh, malls, all, uh, all these people that have debt, you know, because commercial debt 
is not like a mortgage, like on your house. You know, a mortgage on your house, 30 years fixed. You pay it for 30 years. The note's small enough to where you can pay it, ideally, and you have the house paid off. But that's not the way commercial paper works. Commercial paper works is, you know, every five, ten years. Well, guess what happens to the interest rates at the end of five years? Guess what happens to interest rates at the end of ten years? Uh, uh, ten-year terms, then they, they raise it. Well, if, you know, if inflation takes hold and continues like it's going, then, uh, you know, instead of paying 0.5% for money, uh, 1% for money, these companies are going to be paying 7, 10, 12, 18, 30% for money. And, and, you know, so a hamburger is going to be, you know, think back when you could get a value meal. You could, uh, I ordered a while ago, uh, I was, I was just sitting home. My wife's, uh, taking care of her mom. So I'm just hanging out at the house and hadn't been feeling the greatest, not like super sick, but just kind of miserable, a little bit of fever and, uh, a little cough, nothing, nothing major, but I just didn't feel like getting out. So I said, you know, I'm going to order a pizza. So I called Domino's, uh, had a pizza delivered. Great young man named Gerald delivered the pizza and a soft drink. Uh, 30 bucks, 24. Uh, so it was 19 for the pizza and the drink, $5 delivery charge, 24. You know, I gave him $30, $30 for a pizza and a drink, feeding one person. Uh, and so, you know, that's not sustainable. That, that's not sustainable. You know, uh, I can't imagine me trying to feed my, you know, three growing boys at this stage in life. Um, so man, I, I, you know, is anything we need to be teaching young people right now, uh, is it's not how much money you make, it's how much you keep and, uh, get out of debt. Don't have any debt, you know, used to, uh, the, the, the adage and the, the, the mindset was use other people's money for leverage. But man, I, I don't think you want to do that any longer. I, I don't think you want to be leveraged. I just don't. I think you want to own what you have. Here's another thing. And, and you don't think the, the, the whole thing is about a land grab. Uh, and you get to like, times of the Great Depression and so forth, uh, you, you've got property taxes that are, you know, in some places, they're, they can be, uh, you know, three, five. Uh, I've heard in some states, you know, they can be 50, and if you get a lot, you know, they can be fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 a year. I, I read that they were a guy, bought his house, paid for his house, and I think every five years he buys that house again with property taxes. Uh, and, and think about it. That is a way the government has created a way through property taxes, real estate taxes. They've created a way where you never own your home. Even when you pay for your home, you bought it and you paid for it. You never own it because you're always paying property taxes. Um, there's a Quinnipiac poll out. You approve or disapprove of Joe Biden's handling the job as president. Approved 29 percent. Uh, or I'm sorry, uh, 19 percent. Uh, let me back up. Let's see. Um, whites approved 29 percent. Blacks approved 61 percent. 
Hispanics approved 19%. Disapproval, 63% uh, of white folks. Uh, disapproval is 28% black folks. 70% with Hispanics. Um, but you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you don't fix this uh, voting, it, it doesn't matter. It simply does not matter. Uh, and, and, and that's why I'm worried about the... Um, the elections coming up, not only midterms, but I'm, I'm concerned about uh, the next presidential election. Uh, because, <coughs> excuse me, if we don't fix this, you know, uh, if we don't, if we don't, uh, fix the, the voting, uh, there'll never be another Republican voted in as, as president. Well, let me back up. There'll never be another America first candidate ever elected ever again you'll have republicans because there's no difference in them and democrats but you won't you will never have another nationalist uh, who believes in uh nation state you'll you'll never have another one if you don't fix this and that's i believe that's who's behind this and i don't don't want to seem too conspiratorial but it's i believe it's just true that uh, listen folks they have a they have an agenda, uh, and, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that agenda here in a minute. Uh, that uh, and they say they're doing this and that because of global warming. Don't believe it. Uh, there's a uh, there's a. I, I hope it's clean. I'll, I'll double check it uh, when we when we're in the break and make sure, but, uh, I, I think it'd be, it'd be good. Ben was talking about the World Economic, uh, Forum and, uh, their agenda. So we'll come right back and we'll talk about it here in just a minute. So, uh, see you here in just a second. Sorry about that. I, I dropped my mic. So, uh, let me, let me get our ad here and, uh, see you in a minute. And I'd like to help you with some health issues. You have migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, acid reflux, eczema, problems with your blood sugar, maybe even hay fever. Okay, let's do a little test. Look in the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Look at a picture of yourself. Are you tilting your head to the left or the right instead of sitting up or standing up straight? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines, neck pain, and hay fever. Let me explain to you how it works because it's the best kept secret in American healthcare. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, reproductive system, circulatory system, even digestive system. And yes, it can cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, acid reflux, eczema, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar. Do yourself a favor. If you're in Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center 501-279-2009 for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted, because you probably do. You're outside Central Arkansas. Go to their website, turnmypoweron.com, and 
Click on Find a Doctor Near You. And I sure hope you can. Uh, oh, I was going to mention to you about Stephen Bannon's uh, trial on contempt of uh, Congress. And I wanted you to hear, I meant to play that earlier, and I got sidetracked and I didn't play it. So uh, you, pro- you may or may not have heard that, uh, but I wanted you to hear uh, what what he said here. Uh, it's pretty good stuff, if I can find it again. Of course, you have to wade through all the hoopla, you know, uh, anti-Bannon stuff. Yeah, here it is. Give me just a second. Um. That was not, uh, that was some anti-Bannon site. I, I thought I had the right one loaded up, but let me see if I can find it for you. Uh, but anyway, he's, he, he really goes off on the whole thing. And, uh, he, here's the thing about the left. They're so dishonest. Uh, even when they're reporting on Bannon's, uh, on, on Bannon's, uh, trial and about uh, the, the rulings relative to Trump, uh, they were so dishonest about it. And, uh, anyway, um, I'll see if I can find that for you. Uh, but, but bottom line is if you, uh, if you want to explain the unexplicable, if you want to explain why things that seem to be so, uh, uh, Things seem to be so, uh, just not making any sense whatsoever. Uh, then you can, you can go back to, uh, to globalism every time. This is, uh, on Rumble. I had to go to Rumble to find something that was not anti, uh, Bannon shocker, right? This is a full three months of food without needing any refrigeration or special storage. You're looking at I challenge Benny Thompson today to have the courage to come to this courthouse. If he's going to charge somebody with a crime, he's going to be man enough to show up here or send somebody like Shifty Ship or Fang Fang Swalwell or send Liz Cheney, send somebody to that committee that has the guts to come here and accuse somebody of a crime. It is outrageous. And for them to sit there and try to get a complete hearing, and they won't bring in any testimony, any testimony about FBI involvement, any testimony about DHS involvement, any testimony about any other involvement, and what's driving this. The total and complete illegitimacy of Joe Biden. Trump won. Joe Biden's illegitimate. 50% of the American people believe that today, and they believe that not from here, from Main Street Media, from our great colleagues in the media, because they won't show any of it. That information has been suppressed from day one, but almost 50% of the American people believe it. You can't govern this country if you're not with this legitimate. This is why no head of state in the world treats him with any respect. This is why the Chinese Communist Party treats him with no respect. This is why the Saudis embarrass him and humiliate him while he's over with the fist bump. You don't do that to a legitimate president of the United States. We have a constitutional crisis in this nation right now, and they're charging me with a crime. Have the guts and the courage, the guts and the courage to show up here and say exactly.
sweeping victory on November 8th. Starting in January, you're going to get a real, you're going to get a real committee. You're going to get a real committee with a ranking member who will be a Democrat. You will have a minority council that will be a Democrat. And this will be run appropriately, and the American people will get the full story. i got to tell you, I'm totally so ashamed of the Congress today for not for sending staffers over here to try to sell their case. They should be here, the senior people on the committee. Okay. I hope you could hear that. Uh, it was pretty low. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but if you couldn't hear it, he was basically saying uh, that, you know, he had the right to confront his accusers. And his accusers, uh, Benny Thompson, uh, Schiff, all those low lives, uh, didn't even come to the trial. They sent staffers. Uh, but, I mean, that's... Uh, you know, that's what they do. However, I will say this about the Democrats. Uh, Republicans would not have filed contempt charges uh, because Republicans don't know how to uh, fight. You know that. that. They simply do not know how to fight. They have no fight in them. Uh, and the w one place that I do disagree vehemently with Bannon is that once Republicans are, uh, you know, retake the house that they're going to do some uh big huge um you know something and and really earth shattering uh I, i've not seen that in my lifetime uh probably newt gingrich was the only speaker of the house that did anything that could even be even somewhat contrived or perceived as being uh, you know, significant. So, um, I, I hope Steve Bannon's right. I, I hope he is a hundred percent right that, you know, we're, we're going to have just, I mean, the Republicans, but, but I, I don't think it's in them. And I also, uh, I, I think they're going to, uh, do what they always do. Uh, they're going to, they're going to roll over. You know, I think that's the bottom line. Our, our whole thing tonight uh, or to, in, on this podcast has been globalism. I want to read something to you here. And again, you don't have to be religious, okay? So don't, don't, just, just take it, if nothing else, take it as historical. Um, uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you something uh, from the Bible. Uh, and it talks about uh, globalism. All right. And the uh, the it's, it's in the 13th chapter of the book of Revelation. You're, you're familiar with, you know, the doomsday book. Right. Uh, Revelation. Uh, and this is Revelation 13. Uh, let me pull it up for you uh, so I can see it. I'm in kind of a my office is kind of dark tonight. And so I'm going to pull it up in a. Um, I'm going to see where I need to. I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads of ten horns. And upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his head the name of blasphemy. Now this is the structure of the uh, global system, okay? And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet was at the feet of a bear, and the mouth the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power. Some people believe that the leopard is Germany. Some people believe the bear is Russia. The mouth 
the lion is Great Britain. I saw one of his heads as it was wounded to death, and the deadly wound was healed. All the world wondered after the beast. They worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. They worshipped the beast. This is all allegory, okay? So just hang on. Who's likened to a beast? And there was given to him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemy. So this is the Antichrist or the one world government head. Uh, and he opened his mouth to blasphemy against God. And uh, let me move on down. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm in verse 11 of chapter 13. And, I, and beheld uh, another beast came out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb and spake as a dragon. He exercised all the power of the first beast before him and caused the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders so that he made fire come down from heaven. And he deceived them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had the power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, they should make an image to the beast. Now hang on, just don't don't leave me. And he had power to give life to the image of the beast, and the image of the beast should both speak and cause that. And he caused, here we go, verse 16 of chapter 13. And he caused all, both great and small, rich and poor, free and bound, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And no man might buy or sell save he had the mark and the name of the beast or the number of his name. Uh, and here's wisdom. Let him that understand and count the number of the beast for it is the number of a man and his number is 600, three score and six or six, six, six. So, uh, man, there's a lot to unpack there. I'm not going to take the time tonight. Uh, nor am I an expert in, uh, in, in in that that area of uh of the as far as the, the bible i mean i know enough to to be uh, dangerous uh but anyway i want to uh sorry about that i trying to unlock my phone um I wanted you to see that tonight and the reason i'm so thankful for we got a ton of people on here listening live uh, I, I, I read that to you for two reasons. One, I wanted to read it to you to let you know uh, it's not some conspiracy theory. It's, you know, God saw this a long time ago that there would be a one world system. Uh, but the second reason that I read it to you is because I wanted you to know this, that uh, God has never he's never surprised. Um, and. Joseph got sold into Midian or sold into Egypt, uh, and he became their salvation. Uh, they had great famine in their land, even though his brothers sold him back in the book of Genesis. And his brothers sold him, and he became the vice president of, of Egypt. Uh, he saw the plague coming. Bottom line was what looked like ultimate failure, uh, God actually used him to save the country, as did Daniel. Um, and, and so I, I want you to see, you know, in fact, I'm working on a book right now with a with a, a co-writer, with a friend, and it's about Donald Trump. And and if you'll notice in here, and just bear with me, go back and read. It's 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 not easy reading, but if you'll go back and read the 13th chapter of the book of Revelation. You're going to read there about a wound to this this world system. And my friend and I, who are write, co-writing this book together, we, we kind of hit a bump in the road and didn't get to finish it. But we're, we're kind of getting our 
uh, sea legs back. We're going to finish it. Uh, but the reason, and, and, and we, we actually, the reason we took a break, part of the reason we took a break, there were some other things, but the main reason we took a break is because we're going to see if Trump won. And we talked about it. And we said, well, you know, if Trump doesn't win, the book's dead, you know. And, and then I think it was my writing partner said, wait a minute. Uh, what if he loses? This is before he law, uh, before it was stolen. What if he loses, i.e. it's stolen, and uh, then he comes back and he wins in 2024? And uh, if you read that in the in Revelation 13, this world system is boy, it's it's, it's accelerating, it's getting set up, and that's exactly what's happening right now. Uh, but it 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 had a wound. Let me read that back to you. Uh, uh, yeah, and uh, let's see. Uh, and he exercised all the power of the beast for him and caused the earth to dwell in. Worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. Uh, and, and my buddy and I, we were talking about writing this book, or finishing the book. So maybe maybe Trump is the speed bump, uh, and and he he deals a blow to this to this system. I had a friend, and you you can look him up. Uh, he's passed away, passed away with COVID, uh, but he was he was a expert in this field of uh, Bible biblical prophecy, and um, I heard him lecturing one night. And I'm going to close out with this, but I, I think it's good food for thought. And again, you don't have to be religious to, to find this fascinating. Um, but he said, you know, he said, all through the Bible, he said, uh, Great Britain's the lion, uh, Germany's the, the leopard, uh, Russia's the bear. And he, and he kind of goes through and he said, America's the eagle. And he, and these are all biblical imagery. Okay. And he believes there are nations that, you know, uh, have these, uh, characteristics or, or at least they're known by these particular animals. And he said, the fascinating thing about the eagle is that sometimes when you look in the Bible, it, it seems like the eagle is present. And sometimes it seems like the eagle is no longer. And uh, he was lecturing, and I was sitting there on the front row, or one of the side seats there. Uh, it was at in, in our building, uh, our location here in, in Little Rock, or North Little Rock. And uh, it hit me. Well, well, maybe that's still being determined. Maybe it's up to you and I. Maybe... It's us fighting. You know, the Bible does say, uh, and I think it's whether you're a biblical person or you're a religious person or not, I think it's just, you know, if, if you want to achieve anything in life, you just don't quit. You just keep going. You, you fall down 10 times, you get up 11. Uh, and, and, you know, he, here's what we know. If we give in, uh, there is no hope. Uh, if we give in, there is 
as Ronald Reagan said, there's no other place to turn. So we don't have a choice. That's why shows like this and people like you are so important. That's why it's so important. Think about if we didn't have with, with the slanted news of all the, of all the media, if we didn't have social media as slanted and as, uh, throttling as it can be. Think about it. If we didn't have podcasts, if we didn't have talk radio, if we didn't have the internet, uh, but we do. And the Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above and in whom there is no variableness or shadow of turning. And every good gift, the internet, every good gift, talk radio, every good gift is given by God and we have to use these things. Us giving you information, you taking the information and then doing what we can with it. But here's what I do know. I do know that... uh if if we will not quit, there is victory to be had. Uh, when I read the Bible at the end, uh, God prevails. Uh, and there's a prophecy given in the very first part. And when I say prophecy, a foretelling or uh, an advance notice, if you will. And it is... Um, after Adam and Eve fail and after they, uh, they, they sin and God basically, uh, puts curses on them and they, you know, are, uh, they have certain curses on them because they, uh, because they disobeyed God and, uh, and God gives a fascinating, this is where I'm going to close with. Uh, God gives a fascinating foretelling. And, uh, he says, you know, uh, and this is in Genesis 3 and 15. And he's talking to the serpent. Okay. And then make no mistake about it. This globalism, this, uh, eradicating of rights. The Bible says the devil's come, but to steal, kill, and destroy. And I didn't mean to make this about religion tonight, but this globalist thing has just kind of got me thinking. But um, think about this. Um, this whole thing, uh, if, you th- if you take uh, abortion, if you take pedophilia, if you take the trafficking of children, that is the very epitome of, of, of evil and, and hellacious uh, influence. And so this globalism is a, it is a evil, 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 three evils, uh, uh, concept. And, and God told uh, this serpent who, whom was the, the Satan was housing himself in this, in this, uh, serpent. And he said, I will put enmity or opposition between you and the woman. Who's the woman? The woman is the one that's going to bear the child. And between thy seed and her seed. What's her seed? It's Jesus Christ. Uh, and, and you're the spirit of Antichrist, the spirit of globalism. It shall bruise, uh, or, or the spirit of God shall bruise your head. 
and you will bruise his heel. In other words, you will give a, uh, injury to God that causes him to limp for three days. Uh, but he's coming out of the grave and, uh, and when he comes out of the grave, he's not going to bruise your heel. It's Genesis 3.15. He's going to bruise your head. And so it may look like tonight that the globalists are winning. It may look like tonight that there's nothing that we can do. But I'm telling you, if you will stay the course, if you will say, you know what, I'm going to do not just religiously, but I'm going to do what I can as a citizen. I'm going to do what I can, you know, uh, keep my family out of debt. I'm going to rightfully, I mean, prepare uh, and do the things I need to do. And then prepare myself spiritually, but prepare myself as an American citizen. Or wherever you are in the world, because uh, we have 13, 15 countries. But I want you to know tonight, there is always hope. I want you to know that tonight. I want you to know there is always hope. When you see shutdowns, when you see globalism, when you see, it seems like man has locked us down and they've got us right where they want us. Uh, God always comes through. I've been reading through the book of Exodus and man, Pharaoh had the children of Israel. He had them right where he wanted them. And they're trying to cross over the Red Sea. They finally get over the Red Sea and then Pharaoh starts chasing them. And God dropped the waters on them. And so I want to encourage you, uh, tonight as, as we're signing off, uh, that it may, it can look, look bleak tonight. And we may limp. We may limp through a defeat. We may limp through this or that. Uh, but there is a, there's a better day coming. And, uh, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, uh, day. I'll see you back here tomorrow. I'll be back with you Thursday and Friday and then uh, also on Monday, Tuesday and maybe even Wednesday. And uh, thank you. I can't thank you enough for uh, taking the time to be here with me. 